when we were talking about Hafez, this is a story that is known. When he was alive in all of his works, he he basically refer to his to the all of the poems. <laughs> uh, he he tried to refer to himself as somebody who likes to drink wine and uh, who would like to chase this beautiful love or lovers. But uh, the whole backstory behind of it is that you have to replace all of this with the actual God and your love for this life, for this planet, for maybe people around you, for, for the bigger picture, not just for a random thing. And then when you do that, this was what uh, is pretty much known. And even in a high school, they would have teach us right now. Country is pretty fanatic. Probably they don't do that uh, that well. But when we were in high school, they were actually showing us that if you read this with, with this context, then this, is, uh, th this will turn into an actual story, an actual lesson coming from Quran. Because Quran does have a lot of surah and a lot of ayah, but most of them are just stories. That story has some lesson behind of it. Like there is a story. One of the most famous misread story in Quran that will distinguish I, it was it had been said for many many years between many families that it will distinguish a fanatic Muslim to an actual person who believes in God that is this surah the story of those who we, we have a we have a surah in Quran that there is a bunch of people who uh, who who are following God and uh, of course the government didn't want that and it's just like a Roman Empire or something it was not in any Muslim countries it was like far away far 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 away so uh, but they were like actual man of God. So they had to run away from the city for their life because the government wants to kill them, wants to execute them. And the God uh, told them to leave your city. Don't stay. Leave your city. And then, uh, but they didn't want to stop chasing them. They want to change them outside of city too and capture them anyhow. So the God would tell them to go into this cave. We have a similar story in Bible too and the other books Moses. too. Uh, no, no, it's not a Moses, but uh, we, it's like uh, kind of like that, you're right. But uh, asking them to go to this cave and hide in this cave. Yeah, uh, exactly, as Haber Kaf. So, <laughs> and then he, the God will send uh, spiders to create a net around the entrance of that uh, cave. So it looks like that nobody went into that cave. And then they fall asleep in that cave. When they were, when they were coming to chasing him, uh, chasing these people, they basically didn't go to that cave because they were like, okay, this, this is a spider net. If they would have want to go there, they would have break the spider net. And this is all written in Quran. This is very fun. Like you see the imagination. But anyway, so they fall asleep and they wake up 300 years later. They wake up 300 years later, but they just wake up. They didn't know it's 300 years later. They were hungry. And they didn't bring any food or anything. So they just gathered together and they were like, okay, but we have just little food and a little money. Like, what should we do? It's like, okay, let's go to city to buy. 
They went back to city. I don't know if they went to the actual city of them. So they tried to find another city. I don't know. They go back to city. But when they go to city, they see, oh, people dresses has changed. Uh, the buildings has changed. Architect has changed. The money has changed. Nobody accepts those monies. They're like, oh, where did you find this money? It's not like 300 years ago, this money. We have never used them. And what happened to them? The way of life of those people was so different um, that these people of God, they went back to cave again and they asked God that what happened? Why did we get into this time? We don't know no one. We cannot communicate with their language. We cannot communicate in their culture. We don't know their way of life. And uh, uh, what should we do? And the God was like, don't worry, I'll take you. So they fall asleep and they die. So this is where we, this is where the drawing line of an actual progressive Muslims and the dumb ones uh, start to be appearing. What is the story? What is the lesson of this story? Like everyone, this was a story that Quran is written in Quran and we said it. What is the lesson? What is it? It's just like a bunch of people that they believe in God. The God told them to run away. We saved you. They, they slept for a night. They wake up the next day. So the God killed them. Like they went 300 years ahead and then they died the next day. What is the story behind it? Why did you save them? Why did you even go to 300 years later? <laughs> well, how, what, is, what is the case? Yeah, but okay, what is the story? You see, <laughs> if you don't want to look at the story, there's like, this is a very, very useless story in Quran. Bunch of man of gods, the God didn't protect you. He just sent you to a cave and killed you the next day. <laughs> Couldn't get you back. Like you could, after, after you fall asleep again, like you were pretty upset with this 300 years of time travel. Why didn't you turn you back in like 290 years? <laughs> 290 years back, so you were like only 10 years ahead. And it's like your money and everything would have been okay and they'd probably forget about you after 10 years. How come it, it didn't happen? Is that a time traveling story? Did, did they want to, in this part of Quran actually, they wanted to show that the God can make the time travel happen? Or if the time travel happens, some things will change? What is the story? They didn't change anything. But the story when, when we had a teacher, the story behind of it, if, when, when, they, when, when we experienced this conversation, it was like mind-blowing. But they were like, okay, the, the story behind of it is this has been sent for people 1,500 years ago, 2,000 years ago. Crazy timing. So this is written with this language. But what is the story behind of it that those people would have also get it is don't bring your way of living for the next 300 years. After 300 years, your way of living is not going to be acceptable. Your currency is not acceptable. Your dresses is not acceptable. Your language is not acceptable. Your culture is not acceptable. So how come you're bringing 1,500 years old Muslim law to now? Because they were living at the time. When they had the Quran coming, they had it at the time. So that was a story to tell them. This way of life will not go to be translated for the next 300 years. Certainly don't do it for the next 2,000 years. <laughs> and the other thing, these people, 
Yeah, exactly. So let's say maybe we are wrong. They were like, no, no, you're wrong. How could the, the way of living that God written in Quran would have been changed after 300 years? You're wrong. It's a wrong message. Okay. We're saying, we're, we're right now telling you a wrong message. How come when those men of God, who God saved them, saved them, came to 900, 300 years later, and they went back to city and they saw things has changed. And it's, it was not acceptable for them because they didn't feel comfortable. They left again. They didn't say, oh, this is perfect. So let's leave. Let's just dance it off. No, they didn't want to live in that society. How come God didn't give them a power to change it? Bring it back to the way of life of God. Well, I just brought you 300 years forward in your life. I I'm going to give you an army too. I'm going to give you 50 people army at least. Fight a little bit. Just go inside the people, go inside between people and tell them that how people used to live 300 years ago and how good it was. You were a man of God 300 years ago. Your way of living was acceptable for God. Just teach them that. How come God didn't ask them to do that? This is Quran. He's telling the story. How couldn't he ask that? He could have asked. He said, and then, then he said, this is another story. When you're actually coming with the laws from 1,500 years ago or 300 years ago, don't force people into your law. Don't fight people into your law. <laughs> this, is not, this is not the way of God. And exactly. And what God did to them? He did not ask them to fight. He did not ask them to go and conquer. He did not ask them to go make a new government that is much better than them so they will come to Nothing. He take them. And then he said that these nine people, there were nine good laws from God 300 years ago. They traveled 300 years, this law. But they were not acceptable for the current government and for a current culture, for a current society. So God took them back. And that's the story worth a Quran. If you say a God is telling you this story, this is a story with a lesson. What was the lesson of the other one? Nothing. Nothing. What was the time traveling for? Nothing. Couldn't they actually give some scientists some information that there is a time traveling happening that they could have used it for some point or, or I don't know, or just getting some information, get back 300 years, maybe develop the society, do something. It's so useless, so useless, running away and die in a cave in two days. They were not human. They were actual correct laws. They were actual correct behavior that God would have loved. In that society, it was hard for them to leave. It was not hard for them to leave. They could have lived, but the government was against of this good law. So wanted to destroy them. God helped them to, like they survived for 300 years, this way of living, but it was not acceptable for future too. So then God took them. So that's the thing. When you're opening Quran, when they ask you to, I don't know what type of shitty thing is, going to suggest about the relationship between man and woman but it was from 1500 years ago even 1200 years ago was still not acceptable for Quran they said 300 years is too much don't do that so you cannot do it right now so this is a lesson and then he was like okay when you are changing the definition of love 
Saqi, somebody who's bringing wine for you, winery and the wine in Hafez uh, world and in Hafez uh, uh, actual art, a piece of art. You are getting into these lessons. You're getting into these lessons that even after he, he, he made these sentences, he actually wrote them before he died, but he basically is stating that it doesn't really matter where do you bury me. It's why did you say that mosque is a God's home? Everywhere is his home. If you believe in God, if you believe that he actually made this whole planet, like this is all his home, it doesn't really matter. You're going to bury me underneath the church or synagogue or mosque who gives a shit i'm i'm dead <laughs> i'm dead just put me somewhere that you're comfortable i don't care i'm out i'm out the worst case scenario god would have taken me 300 years and then i will die doesn't matter just make some jokes about it but the story behind of it was super fun that yeah, it's still so i i can I, I can actually see that how come when Quran was coming, it has to give you this type of a story, simple story. So maybe you understand and you still didn't. While he was, the Hafez was alive and he was writing this stuff and talking to people, they still didn't understand that this guy, he's actually not drunk. Mm -hmm. This guy was not actually chasing love and lovers. Mm -hmm. He was not chasing winery. He was talking about something different. Like you sit down with someone for 10 minutes. You have to get it. There is a big difference between what you imagine he is and what he actually is if he was just like what do you say as in for us it was just like first year PhD or second year PhD maybe it's hard to distinguish but we're talking about like a decorated person to just somebody completely random and wasted you could have distinguished them within the first five seconds <laughs> yeah so then when he died it's a very very famous story and it's written on his tombstone and all around and he got his respect that uh, when he died <laughs> can you believe that we have this in a history book and we have it in a literature book both of them this story so it's not a story of just like uh, it's a bit uh, vague as well because we didn't we didn't really have a historian writing this event it was not a war or something decorated thing but people like talked about it so the situation is when he died the government he was also anti-government at his time and basically the the imam of the city said this is true that guy he's wasted he cannot be buried in like in mosque like he cannot even get in how could you? Can you believe the level? Can you believe that this, how fanatic this guy is? Like you're supposed to be, you're living in a house of God, mosque, and you are telling his methods, which he actually said it in Quran, don't bring my method after 300 years, you're bringing it after a thousand years anyway. Sucks to be you. <coughs> but you're still, you still don't understand that this guy actually died. So... We have it in Quran that, okay, whatever sin that this person has, it's not going to be seen for you. Mm -hmm. So that's why this sentence, what he says, is exactly when you're translating it properly in the context, then it looks like a sentence coming from Quran. And he, Hafez, suddenly got his uh, reputation as Lesan al-Qayb, somebody who is actually sending vah, <laughs> sending words coming from God. Mm -hmm. 
So they didn't let him, they didn't want him to be buried in that mosque. And uh, the funniest thing is they all accepted to let's open his own book. Because as we said in one of the podcasts, and you know, we, we, we believe that uh, we, we, we still have it in Iran and Turkey, that people actually open his book and call it Fale Hafez, like what Hafez will say. So they actually opened up his book to say what Hafez will say in this situation. Like we would like to bury Hafez. Mm -hmm. Should we bury him in mosque or outside or somewhere? Just I, I don't care. Uh, let's see what Hafez will say. <laughs> and pro burying him in mosque and cones of burying in his burying in the mosque were both agreeing in this. This is just the hypocrites. Like look at the hypocrites. And when they open it up, when they open it up, I really want to, as much as I read this part, I, I never get tired of the first bait. Uh, so they opened the book and the first uh, bait was, Don't complain of other people's sins because other people's, uh, don't complain of other people's sins. Eh? you a pure man a pure man of god that's like a guy who definitely will go to heaven you you don't <laughs> complain of other people's sins because our sin are not going to be written in your letter you're not going to have to answer for our crimes don't worry about it <laughs> don't worry about it at all i i i love it a lot i love it a lot yeah, yeah. من اگر نیکم و گربد تو برو خود را باش I'm good or bad You go take care of yourself Very politely He's dead but he's talking to you <laughs> I think he was the first walking dead <laughs> Seriously هر کسی آن درود آقابت کار که کشت you're basically going to harvest what you have planned. That's, uh, it basically means that if you're doing all the good things, don't worry about it. You will go to heaven. If I'm doing all the bad things, I will go to hell. So, relax, chill out. Chill. Do you think that he was a smoking weed too? He was pretty <laughs> chill. He was pretty chill about this. Maybe even more. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> exactly. Maybe even opium. <laughs> he was so chill about Maybe he was actually drinking wine at that time. I was like, yeah, chill out, man. Just chill out. Har kas talib yarand che hoshyar o che mast. Har ja khane-e ishq ast che masjid che kanisht. Everybody is looking for the the yar was a love lover. The yar is the god. Everyone is looking for the god. Almighty, whether you're uh, aware or you're drunk. Well, basically, hoshiyar mast is uh, is like mast is drunk and hoshiyar is aware. But basically, it's talking about those who are in love of God or not. Mm. If you are, or like from whatever direction or for whatever state of mind you're coming from, you're actually looking for that peace. And uh, then it will just say that then everywhere, when you find it, then everywhere is just, uh, it's just his house. 
-hmm. It's just his love house. doesn't matter if you just put me in a mosque or anywhere else. I, I really don't care. And That's great. 